Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And today's episode will kind of be more or less the same as last week, just further Vikings updates. We'll talk a little bit about uh, last night's championship games, early predictions for the Super Bowl, um, and just, yeah, more, more things that we hope to see for the 2023 Viking season. How did uh, you guys, did you guys watch the games together last night? Um, well, I watched, we watched the first game together and then Hayes um, had a dinner date or something and didn't watch the uh, biggest AFC game of the year. But other than that, me and Probably Dad resolved my game. life around uh, the Bengals game anymore, so. But you're rooting for the Bengals over the Chiefs, man? Why? Never won a Super Bowl? Neither have we. So you want me to not cheer for us? <laughs> I want everyone else to fail until we succeed. Exactly. As everyone should. People are going to be failing for a while then. You you, you have that much uh, doubt in, in our Minnesota Vikings? <laughs> Yeah. I did I did I was listening to Purple Daily today and they did make very interesting points. No team cuz uh Kirk's cap hit is like over 10%, right? It's like 18%. Or 18%. And they shared a unfortunate stat saying no team in which a singular player has over an 18% of all um cap space has won a Super Bowl. I'm going to correct you on that even. No team with one single player making 13.5% or more of the cap. Oh, wow. Okay. So Kirk's making 4.5% more than the 13.5%. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you listen to that episode? Yeah, they brought that up a couple times. Okay. Um, no, it's a, it's a good statistic to show that he's making way too much. Next year, his cap hit is only 6% of the... Salary cap though, the twenty twenty four season you're saying? Because I think this year it's eighteen percent. No. Oh, it's not. If you do two twenty four divided by thirty six, it's only about six percent. I don't know. It's definitely not six percent. That's not true. Maybe two twenty four divided by thirty six is six percent. Kirk Cousins makes eighteen percent of the cap, based on other stuff based on what other stuff if Kirk, Kirk Cousins does not make 6% of the salary that's just not true I, I don't know you, where, where'd you get that there's or... no possible way that's true he's just dividing 224 by 36 okay yeah I think there's probably other outliers that play a factor in calculating all that yes um but yeah, what was my point with that? My point, oh, was that um, it would be very, very nice of Kirk to maybe take a pay cut or um, the other point that they brought up that I had not thought about and I thought was a, a good question, but would you extend Kirk 
So let's say like, because he, he's what, 33, 34, pretty much extend him to another four or five years, but he's making like 15 million instead of his gross 36 million. Would you consider that? So it's, it's a substantial pay cut, or I guess even 20 million, say 20 million. Yeah, Would I'd you pay her 20 million, sure. but then you're stuck with him, not stuck with him, you have him for five more years? No. Yes. So Hay says yes, Andrew says no. I think we're getting to about time where it's time to move on from Kirk Cousins. All I right. think Kirk Cousins is a very, very good quarterback, but he's making way too much money to be able to put pieces that he needs to win the Super Bowl. But if he's making $20 million, you can use that money elsewhere. He could he can win a Super Bowl with with help. Okay. He doesn't have that help because we don't have the money to get him the help because he's so taking just, up all just, the money. Just so we're completely clear, Hayes, you you are fine with Kirk Cousins quarterback play, and you believe in him pretty much to a certain dollar amount. Yes. Okay. That's interesting to hear just because I feel like you typically are always just so angry when you're talking about Kirk Cousins, but I think that's fair. And I would, I would maybe even agree with you, Hayes. I think um, I am definitely okay with keeping Kirk Cousins around for another four to five years. If it means we can save a lot of money and, fill in the, the, the other missing pieces. You want to give Kirk a four-year extension for $100 million and he's playing through the 2028 season or whatever? Go for it. Okay. It's also not happening, though. No, but, it, I mean, it's it's a hypothetical question. Like, yes, it, the likelihood of that happening is, like, 3%. <laughs> and that's just throwing a number out there. Like, Kirk and his, you know... 10 plus years, 12 plus years of playing football has always been known for fat contracts. And as Hayes says, and the other podcast we listen to say he's a master negotiator. So um, yeah, the likelihood of it happening. No, uh, definitely not likely, but I think I, I am actually reaching the point where um, I, I don't think you extend him on this annual salary and i don't think you extend them even if for like a top quarterback salary like what current quarterbacks are making i'd pay him yeah uh, if he were, a year. yeah if you were to take a pay cut to keep him around otherwise yeah you do then see that teams can win without a great great quarterback um yes not many but it is possible. It is, it is, yeah, it is tough to, it's a tough conversation. It's, it's, think about it. Kirk's been on this team for five seasons. Um, he's one playoff win. Yes, but he's, it's, but also the Vikings have not, like, he's considered like the third statistically um, best Viking quarterback on this team. So it just shows how, unsuccessful the Vikings franchise is when it comes to longtime quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, the the other two guys were from what? Seventies and eighties. Yep. So he's our first generational or first franchise quarterback in 40 years. Oh yeah. 
So it's not easy to just go out and find the next franchise guy. So I think yeah. that's why it is such a tough debate and conversation and thing to consider. Cause you really don't want to like, it, it's, it's a, it's a risk to be like, all right, we're moving on from a guy who puts up great numbers, but yeah, maybe, maybe doesn't win games. Uh, doesn't win the big games. Yeah. And obviously if he was a Mahomes or a Burrow or a Allen, you can pay him that much money, but he's just not, not on that level. Yeah. It'd be so much easier having this conversation um, if the Vikings had like a middle of the pack defense, because I think a lot of the what ifs are, well, how would we have been? Does Kirk deserve the money if we had a defense that was ranked 15th? Yeah. And not, you know, the second and third worst yards and points given up defense. So um, cause I think that it, that is a fair excuse to give Kirk cousins saying that like, he does not have, he has a terrible, literally a terrible, terrible defense. Yeah. Uh, see, so like he is a tough person to blame, but then again, you can go back to blaming Kirk and saying like, you could have a better defense if you do what like Tom Brady does and take way less money. So the team as a whole can improve. And he's not that type of guy. He's also had good defenses in the past. Yes. I know, but again, with yeah, my argument though is I think he is a much better quarterback now than he was three years ago. Yes. When he had the really good defense. I think you can blame Kirk Cousins um and say, yeah, blame him for tw- you know, twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen being unsuccessful. Um and I think twenty one and twenty two you blame the the Vikings defense. So, yeah, next year, I mean, again, I don't think we will be the worst of the worst when it comes to defense, or at least I hope we're not. So next year will be a true test to what can he do with hopefully, again, like even a, even, even 20th, 19th ranked defense, like just not, not the 29th the or 30th. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. As you look at teams, Eagles, Niners, phenomenal defenses. Absolutely amazing defenses. Bengals, they have a pretty good defense. Chiefs, they have a defense that can make big plays when needed to. Mm-hmm. So defense wins championships. You have to have a defense that can make the big play. I had at one point, maybe I've already said this, but I looked up, and, and tell me if I've already said this or not, Um Super Bowl defenses in the last uh, eight years. Uh, Super Bowl defenses ranked in the last eight years. The lowest was the 2018 Patriots. They were 20th in yards per game, but they only gave up. They were the seventh best in points per game. Yeah. So they were sort of a true bend, don't break type defense. Yep. Um, Kansas City in 2019 was similar, 17th in yards per game, but then 7th in points per game. Um, other than that, the the other Super Bowl winners in the last decade have all been top 10 defenses. So it yes. just goes back to <clears throat> defenses truly 
do win uh, Super Bowls. Yep. You can be the Bills and have the best offense in the league or top five scoring offense and never get there. I'm not saying their defense is bad by any means, but it's just you, defense is the most important thing, I think, on an entire team. Defense and your left tackle. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that leads into Take how your head all you want. Left tackle is the most important position in football. <laughs> no, it's not. You can easily make an argument for that. I think you could make an argument for it. I think you'd probably be in the minority, but I think you could. Would you rather have Trent Williams or Patrick Mahomes? See, that's such a dude. Best at each of their positions. Okay, would you rather have Trent Williams or Justin Justin Herbert? See, see, there's a big difference here. You just said it's the most important position. You did. You did. Okay, now let's say, would I rather have Ole Udo? who play left tackle or have Kirk cousins at quarterback. It's like something like that, but to protect really. the quarterback is the most important piece. You need that quarterback to be safe. We're getting off topic here, but <laughs> okay. The Vikings had one of the best left tackles in the league and Kirk cousins still had like a career high in sacks. So and pressures. That's because the rest of the offensive line included Ed Ingram and Ezra Cleveland. You're saying Christian Darius. was the reason that Kirk cousins was getting sacked. I think Andrew's Andrew's point is he's just saying, I don't think you could say the left tackle is the most important position on the field or most important player to have. I think that, right? Wasn't that your argument, Andrew? Is that it's an important because that's what he said. He said defenses and left tackle are the most important pieces (laughs) in winning. And that's just not true. You keep saying like Justin Jefferson. Oh yeah, he's important. See the rings. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Justin Jefferson has like the no best wide receiver start of a career ever, and his defenses have been bad after bad year after year after. So that year. shows how important defenses are. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think we'd agree with that. You also look at yeah, no, I mean you make a good point because Patrick Mahomes is. I mean, I know it's Patrick Mahomes, but his wide receivers last night were Sky Moore and a guy named Marcus Kemp, which no one ever heard of. And he still threw for over three hundred passing yards. Yeah. Yeah. And stomped on Joe Burrow, that dumb little idiot Bengal. <laughs> Who did? They, they lost. lost. <laughs> Why are you so mad looking? He's huh? just a mad little man. <laughs> little, little, little. Uh, let's let's go back because again, like we said, defenses a are super important in a successful overall football team, which is why we made the. Great decision of firing uh, Ed Donichel and currently in the looking for a new defensive coach. And we've interviewed four guys, only three remain um, as Ryan Nielsen got hired by the Falcons as the defensive coordinator. So that leaves Brian Flores, former Dolphin head coach, um, Sean Desai, uh, DC for the Bears two years ago, and then Seahawks, um, like assistant defensive. I don't I think know. You might have been assistant head coach. Um, and then within house, Mike Pettent, which is undoubtedly, I think, all of us in agreement, the last choice um, out of those three. I want the Sean uh, Desai. Me too. Andrew, I'm sure, wants Flores. 
the thing with Flores is he will be gone next year if that defense is at all good. He'll get a head coaching job. You, I want some continuity you, at the defense. You could also get a head position. coaching job this year. Exactly. I, he'll be gone within a year, and then you're looking for another defensive coordinator next offseason where it's just every offseason this season is looking for coordinators. I didn't even think about that. That's actually a very good point. Desai will get you some continuity over a couple of years, but you're not worried he's going to go be a head coach. Yeah, but that's also expecting Brian Flores turns around the worst defense in the league into like. That's what I you should like expect to... if you're hiring someone like him. Yeah, then you shouldn't be worried I mean, about winning next year. I think I mean both guys would be exciting without a doubt, uh, but I think Hayes does make a pretty good point, saying like, I feel like even if Flores turns this defense into like twenty. <laughs> Well, I was going to say like 12th or 13th, like that would be enough for a head coaching, head coaching gig. Um, but he could also still, again, I think he's interviewed with the Cardinals for a head coaching job. And I don't know if he's done any other DC interviews. I'm not sure. Um, Desai, it sounds like it's either going to be us or the Dolphins as of right now. Dolphins already signed one. They did? They hired Vic Vangio. Was that today? Yesterday. Oh, I did not see that. All right. So then, I mean, that feel like that's a, that should look good then for us in terms of competition for Desai. I mean, he might, yeah. you know, find an interview elsewhere. I saw the Browns were interested, but then I, I did see they hired Jim Schwartz. Okay. Um, but I did not see that the Dolphins went with Fangio. So that's interesting. Like a four-year contract, too. Um, yeah. Again, I don't know a whole lot about either of these two guys, um, other than again, Flores was a head coach for the Dolphins for two years, and then oh, he's with the Steelers last year, and then obviously Desai has one DC um, experience with the Bears. Yeah, years ago. So, I don't know. I think experience matters, and I think also, I, yeah, I don't know if Flores would be at all a distraction at times, um, just with like the suing stuff that is occurring with the NFL. Like, yeah, not saying he's wrong to to go about this, but more like it could become a distraction, and I think this. I think what helps this team succeed is the fact that they kind of all are on the same page um, and they have a lot of what looks to be from an outside, like positive team chemistry. So that could be the only potential reservation I would have with Flores. And obviously what you just shared, Hayes saying like, if he turns his defense around a decent amount, he could already be gone for a head coaching gig the following year. Yep. So I think, though, definitely, please, please, no Mike Pettin. Now, that'd be disappointing. That would be extremely disappointing. Um, Dalvin Cook and Daniil Hunter made it to the Pro Bowl. Gross. Congrats, guys. Pro Bowl alternate. I have no idea. I heard it's, again, you guys said it was, like, two-end touch or flag football this year and then a bunch of, like, skills competitions. I think it's only skills. Oh. 
I think honestly, at this point, it's just a accolade resume booster for getting into the hall. Yeah. Pro Bowl stuff. Like, yep. so and so is a four time, you know, second team all pro. And then just, I don't know, it's encouragement to um, getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, guys. I mean, still, I mean, it's it's impressive. No, I don't think he's no super fantastic. <laughs> I would not say he sucks. He was like one of the least efficient running backs this year. But he still horrible. had a lot of rushing yards, and he did have a lot of no, big plays. He, it's very he didn't have a lot of rushing yards for his amount of attempts. In comparison to running backs as a whole, I mean, wasn't he? He was. Top eight. Eleven hundred yards in a seventeen game season is not that impressive. Not again, you you listen only to partially of what I say, Hayes. I'm saying in comparison to other running backs in the NFL, he, he is still considered one of the best. Because he takes most of the carries. Huh? So cause it cause he takes most of the carries. I don't know. He takes most of the carries. I don't know what that means. For the Vikings. He had fewer touches than Barkley, Chubb, Henry, and Jacobs, who were all ahead of him. The only person that he had more of was Miles Sanders, and that was barely. And everyone else, he yeah had less touches than he did. Najee Harris, your boy Najee Harris, 272 for 1,000 yards. That's terrible. You can say that's terrible, Hayes. That is pretty horrible, yeah. He sucks. Um, again, we're, we're, we're arguing dumb things, but I don't think he's worth his amount. I think you could trade him for a fourth or a fifth and yep. say goodbye. I think also cutting him, you know, you have to pay him. I think it's like whatever, six or seven, but then you save six or seven mil. So um, I think he gave you a good run. I don't think... I don't think we need to say he sucks or we hate him. And I mean, he's gone down over years, but he also gave you a, a healthy season, which is the first time in his career. Um, and yeah, just, we can just point, say, it, see ya. It's time That's to move on. Say. Yes. Bye bye. Yep. You can say that. You can have a little bit more, you know, respect for a guy who gave you some pretty great years as a Viking. <laughs> see you later. You take a fourth. No heart. I will take that fourth and I will run with it. And also take a fourth. I'll take a fourth and I'll give you a seventh. And then you give me, and I'll give you a third. And then you give me Trey Lance. Okay. Uh, I'll take Kirk Cousins uh, for Trey Lance straight up. That's mm, no ridiculous. I haven't seen enough with Trey Lance. I'd, I'd give a third for Trey Lance, though, right oh, in a heartbeat. Just a third for him straight up, nothing yep. else. I guess, was he a first round two years ago? He was a top three pick. Okay, I didn't know. couldn't remember. But, yeah, let's stick with uh, Kirk Cousins for another Cooked 10 cousins. years. And we can just keep being mediocre. <laughs> I like I like what I'm hearing here. Let's stick with cooked cousins and be mid. 
Kurt. He's cooked. K U R T. Kurt Cousins. Kurt. He is just a dork. He is. Um, <clears throat> what about the other guy who is taking up a substantial amount of the uh, Adam Zeeland or Harrison Smith cap number? The one that will be gone and the one that will stay. Dude, you just don't pay a safety $20 million a year, nor should you be paying Adam Thielen $20 million a year. See you, Smith. See you, Thielen. See you, other Smith. Bye, Cook. Hopefully, I would say you could Adios, Joseph. restructure Harrison Smith's contract. Um, but they're both just so old and slow and weak and bad at football. Okay, I would not say that's the case. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> seven hundred yards is not good. It's horrible. It's it's absolutely horrible in a seventeen. Especially game. when you play every game on a pass-heavy offense. See you, Thielen. It was fun. You had a good story. There were some laughs. <laughs> there were some tears. So uh, get just, off just... my team now. <laughs> but you're you're then completely a hundred percent okay with paying him thirteen million. To just not be on your team, just so you can save six. That that that's the thing is like you keep saying these, oh, just do this, just do that. It's so easy. It's not that easy. Maybe you could trade him for like a bag of jelly beans, and then someone other team just takes his contract. He digressed significantly. Um, he has digressed significantly. Five one hundred yard games since twenty eighteen. Yes, Hayes, I hear you. But again, you have to under like. You, you can't just cut people, and then what do you have? Literally, actually, you actually have nothing at that point. You can't just get luck. We don't really have a whole lot of draft picks. Um, we still, again, are paying someone $13 million to do nothing, where you could restructure. You could... Cut him post-June 1. I think it's, then it's only $6 million you're paying him. Who cares? He's off your team. Yeah. He's never going to restructure. He wants he wants out. As much as you'll say he doesn't want out, he wants out. I guess if you can if you can only pay him 6 mil, that would be preferred. I still haven't looked up as to why anyone would cut pre-June 1. I still don't understand how that I think it is like two people to cut. Oh, oh no, I did look. If it's if it's pre-June 1, you just lose all that money kind of right then and there. But if it's post-June 1, you still eventually will have to pay him another 7 to make that $13 million, But it's further down the line. If that's Yeah, fine. also okay. Also, the way people's contracts are, it's like it's a difference between the amount you're saving. So like Eric Hendricks is an easy cut pre-June 1 because it doesn't make a difference. Yep. United States is Darius Smith too because you'd only be saving like $2 million more if you cut him post-June 1 when you have a lot more guys that you get you want to consider to cut post-June 1. Mm-hmm. Like Delvin Cook is the number one probably option. Delvin Cook would be the number one to cut? Oh, to cut post, you're saying? Yeah, because... And maybe Thielen, like you said. Yeah. Um... Because Cook, you could save a lot by cutting post. Uh, what was or trading saying? post. Say... Yeah, then I guess then if you cut Thielen post June 1, again, you're still at some point over the next two years having to pay him $13 million. 
to not be on your team. And then you're assuming that you can find someone either close to his production level that you could then get for whatever you're saving, which would be this year, I guess, what, 13 million? Which I guess sounds actually probably pretty accurate, pretty possible. Very yeah. easy to. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Yes. Like, if it, if it was so simple where you could just cut someone and not have to pay him a whole lot of money, then yes, I would agree with you. You say goodbye to Thielen. You probably say goodbye to Harry. You say goodbye to, obviously, Cook. Uh, but it's not that simple. Hendricks, just, Hicks, like, Smith. Well, those are, those are obvious ones because it makes no difference if you cut them, like – you still you're not paying them a whole lot of money. You're paying them, you know, Kendrick's like a two million to not pay on your team, which Hunter worth it. Um Joseph Dantzler. Not I am curious what free agents are out there for um middle and outside linebackers. Cause that will be something Jermaine Pratt. Isn't that the guy who just freaked out on his teammate, the Bengal? Yeah, but he he's he's still a good linebacker. How old is he though? 26. Okay. What would you have to pay a guy like him? More than the Bengals. Hmm? You'd have to pay him more than the Bengals are going to pay him. Well, in his little freak out thing, he's like, this is my last year here. So I'm guessing he's not a big fan of joining the Bengals again. Um... Do you draft a linebacker with your? You already have a top ten linebacker on your team. Asamoah. I don't know if he's top ten. He is nowhere near top ten. He's nowhere. I mean, he he's uh, he's someone who I think will get better next year, and he showed some good flashes this year. And it's nice just to guard fast. Dude, you he he played like ten snaps this year. Um, a brick. Pittsburgh Steeler Devin Bush. What do you guys know about him? Absolutely washed. He's twenty four, and washed. How do you know that? Devin Bush, you say? Devin Bush, Steeler. I have Devin Bush on my Panthers franchise. He's pretty good. I mean, you can get him for potentially four and a half. He played a full season this year. Um. Just young, young and quick. I was about to I say he's care. yeah, he's twenty five. That's not bad. No Jordan. Deion Hicks, Jones is a good one. No Patrick Petersons, no Chandon Sullivan's, no one of the old washed clowns. Or Buffalo has a guy named Traymon Edmonds who's twenty five. You could he's his really value, good. His value yeah. is only three and a half as well. But do you think they'll There's just no probably one. re-sign him? Yeah. Or he's gonna There's, get way more than that. Yeah. You said three million. That's what I mean. I guess that was his 2022 contract. So it doesn't say exactly. On his rookie. Um, but yeah, otherwise. All Tampa I know Bay. is we have to play the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Bengals, and the 49ers next year. That's fine. We're going to have a top five offense. So it doesn't matter. Best of the best. No, best offense going against the best defense. Right? 
Uh, okay. For sure. Um, what? Uh, oh, I wanted to say how KOC got hosed on not even being a nominee for head coach of the year. Uh, yeah, pretty pathetic. I would, I would say, obviously, it sucks you being or being a first team elimination. I think hurt his case, but I think they also, and I could be wrong, but they put in the nominees before the playoffs started. So if that's yeah. the case, then it makes no sense why he should have not even been a nominee. They did. It was pretty. It makes no sense at all. You won thirteen games his first year, maybe division, division championship. Uh, that's ridiculous. There was one guy where um Oh, I thought there were more nominees, but even so, like Brian Dable obviously did a great job with the Giants, giving them their first playoff uh berth in, in quite some time. But I don't I don't know how you could uh, it's tough because they beat us to say that, but yeah, I'd put Dable out of them. Who are the other ones? Doug like, Peterson, Nick. which I would agree that one probably is is fair. Yeah. And then uh, piece of absolute human garbage who should can't wait till his team absolutely gets destroyed. Nick Sirianni, um, he was nominated. Who else? Uh, Kyle Shanahan. Oh my gosh! Yes, that makes sense. Not at all. He was handed the best defense in the league. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. That's why he would he needs a very um, reliable quarterback in Kirk Cousins, who is never injured, knows his offense, and could take him to the Super Bowl. That would though kill me inside. If like Kirk brings him to the Super Bowl, if he were to join the Niners. Wouldn't that you, you would you wouldn't be? I'd be happy for him. I'd be destroyed. Give me Trey Lance in a 2024 first for Kirk Cousins. No chance. You're laughing. That could easily be a trade. There's no chance. And we'll give you a fourth. Kirk in a fourth think... for Trey and a first. Yeah, I don't know. Um, who do you think will win MVP? Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback on earth. Yeah, I think it's going to be Mahomes. Best quarterback in the world. Okay, settle down. He did it with no-name receivers. No-name receivers. uh, Have fun watching Jackson Mahomes dancing all all the next two weeks. You like that? He loves it. Who? You, I guess, is what he was saying. Anyways, oh, you were going to do your stupid little joke. Good thing I didn't fall for it. <laughs> um, all right, what else? Anything else? Just just get Thielen and, 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 and Hunter and the Smiths and the Cook and Hicks and Kendricks. Just get them off. I don't know what's taking so long. They're not going to be cut right now. You're crazy, dude. You know nothing. 
again, yeah, you, you like partially listen. We just explained to you why it's way harder to just straight out cut people than. Oh, Kirk too. I forgot about him. Okay. Yeah. Oops. You're done. All right. This is where Hayes just speaks nonsense. So this is where we, we shut down. Um, wait, wait, wait. So Kirk Cousins and eh, never mind. Yeah. Yep. You can pause it. Hold it for another time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully we have some more news to share next week. Maybe what we'll do if something exciting or strikes our interest comes up, we can just do some mini episodes during this off season and yep. then do the longer stuff when we have a little bit more info. Um, but this is meet at the quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. 